He's eating a bone. Like, well, listen, somebody's got to. <laughs> the, the listeners can't hear that. The fuck, we can. <laughs> this week. Oh, nothing good. I got nothing. Ah, uh, shit. Uh, so, um, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Nothing Good. But we have a welcome back, a welcome very, back, dear sweet listeners. We have another, another special episode. Another two weeks in a row here. Wait, are we doing? Uh, are we doing the 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 fappening? No, that's for the one hundred episode special. Okay. No, um, that's not going to be Bad Boys Three. <laughs> that's too. Sega that's too Channel new. Rita. It's too no. It's Did too we? new. Did we did we have transform like the original no nineteen eighty six Transformers no. but the Michael Bay did no. we put that on there just no nobody's so putting that on the I try real list. hard to avoid putting that Bay. on the fucking list put it on the list right now fuck God you guys we talked about video games in twenty nineteen <laughs> I can put Transformers two thousand seven <laughs> on the fucking list you so, definitely watch that more than you played the games we talk about we um uh, we found we found ourselves week. in an interesting position uh this position is that um well we have a laundry list of ideas to choose from. Uh, and one in particular that we're really dying to talk about. Yeah, uh, but we got to wait for certain parties <clears throat> to show up in wait, order to do that. Jeff's here. No, 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 no. I know Jeff's here. But I'm always Jones, here. you're here. Uh, of, of course, I am. Somebody, uh, something's missing. I'm here. Oh man, there's somebody missing. I wonder who that is. He knows who it is. Yeah. He knows. You know what you fucking he, did. He knows what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> We miss Noah yet again. He'll we be do. back at a, a later date sometime in 2026. But uh, what we have today uh, is something a little different. Um, so we're, we're just kind of go with this is kind of like a, a low effort, nothing good, volume one. Uh, so, I, you know, we thought it'd be kind of a cool idea to just kind of sit down, bullshit a little bit, pull back the curtain, if you will, into the inner workings of how we come up with ideas. Um that's not because we have no ideas. It's because... Oh, we, have, we have too many ideas. We have too many. We really like, do. Yeah. And, I, and I've been looking at the list lately, and there's a lot of things I want to add to it. And that's um, why we're doing this. That's why we're doing this, exactly. I thought it'd be kind of fun to just kind of like a free-form conversation. But, and I think actually, too, and this is... I didn't mention this to guys, but I think this will be kind of cool to do. Uh, it gives the audiences to kind of catch, like, different ideas, maybe over social media, Twitter, you know, Facebook, uh, via text, those of us... Do you remember when we had our fan like reach out and request us to do like a uh, cover the uh, WWE in, in your, your house? house? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What happened to our fan? I'm sure he's around somewhere. I hope he's okay. I hope yeah. he's listening. Do we should we send him a fruit basket or something? Uh, I think that's weird, but we could. You should just, deliver it yourself. Yeah, put it under your name. Yeah, just, I no, will hand deliver. It. I will deliver it, but I will have to deliver it as Chris Evans with the whipped cream bikini. That's. Whatever you want to do, man. Oh, that's what I have to do. This is your world. Yeah, we're just living in it. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so this is we're just gonna kind of talk about some ideas. random shit. We're just gonna yeah. come up with some ideas for subjects, some topics. Um. I'll go first. Yeah, uh, we're we're definitely okay. riffing on this one. Yeah, I, I and I like that. I kind of think that that's the best stuff. But but before you go first, what's everybody drinking tonight? A bad decision, most likely. Oh. You had to shake it up first, which is a I little weird. Shake it. Have, you didn't I have didn't, to shake well, it. Well, that's if I was pouring into a glass. Did you uh, shake it like a Polaroid picture? Hey, yeah. No. 
Good follow-up, by the way. You didn't fucking miss, fucking a, beat. You didn't miss a beat on that <laughs> no, one. Didn't. I'm a big Hyundai 2000 guy over here. <laughs> as right? as yeah, you go. should be. As you should. <laughs> I'm uh, drinking a Castile Nitro Quad. It's a bad decision because it's 11%. Hmm. I got to get up early as shit for work before I go on vacation. This will maybe make it so I don't get up so early, but we'll find out. Hmm. Tomorrow will be a new day. Depends yes. on when you get uh, up. When I wake uh, up, yes. A, a new day, yes it is. Oh, yes. The, the, the nice part about my job is I can not so show up whenever I want, but I can kind of show up whenever I want. Uh, so I can't, But I don't want to. I want to get up early. I got to get home, finish packing, so on yeah. and so forth. Uh, yes, but that's yeah. what I'm drinking. And it's good, and it, I can, it is strong. I can taste it. Now, you're, you're leaving, is it tomorrow, Thursday. or is it the next? In it's, there, it's in, yeah. it's in two. It's going to yeah. be in Thursday. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I will be on my way 17 hours from here. God bless you, man. Mm-hmm. Now, are you... Are just you two driving down? You and yeah. Allie? Yeah. Okay, nobody else in the Pittsburgh area no, going down with you? No, okay. No, 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 no. None of that shit. Yeah. Now, we're going to be listening to some, some cold case audiobooks or something like that and just kind of vibing with the ride. One of my favorite parts, I don't know about you guys, but one of my favorite parts too, because I enjoy driving uh, and I enjoy road trips, but the part I enjoy the most is watching the environment change, right? So like... It's one thing like to go from, you know, here in Pittsburgh to like somewhere in West Virginia or something. There's right. some changes, yeah. But to go from Appalachia to like the south. Yeah. Things are gonna change. Like just the, 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 the foliage will change. You know, going from mountains area mountainous area to like wetlands. Yeah, it's a completely different oh, yeah. vibe, especially going from here to Florida. There's and, yep. a lot of that. And if you're paying attention enough, you can you can start watch you can see it happen. It just almost happens out of nowhere. Yeah. You're like, oh fuck, where these trees come from? These these trees aren't in Pittsburgh, you know. So I'm looking forward to that, and we'll we'll I'll be gone for eleven days. It'll be glorious. That's a hell of a trip, man. That's a that's a legit that's awesome. trip. Eleven days is serious. Yeah, I, I need I need time off. Don't we fucking all, man? I need time off. Yeah, my job is burning burning me out. I need time off. But you know when it's not burning me out, this fucking podcast, and and this your, topic, and and your beer. Is not. It's no. gonna drink drunk me up. Is what it's, it's either gonna, gonna keep you awake or it's gonna, you're gonna, gonna hit the wall up, hard. Yeah. So I have this weird thing that when I drink exactly two beers, no more, you no less. If I drink two beers, I will be passed the fuck out when I get home. Within ninety seconds of my head hitting a pillow, one beer doesn't affect me like that. Three or more doesn't affect me like that. But when I hit two. That is just That's, like the, it's almost like I'm taking a fucking sleeping pill. And I'm not drunk, not passing out. I just get really tired. Like, I don't know if it's just the right amount to like relax me or not or anything. I think that's but, probably what it is. Yeah. yeah. So. It's a little weird. What are you drinking, Jeff? <laughs> uh, I am drinking. Uh, <laughs> All right. It's a little weird. <laughs> now that it's only, it's only two. Fuck Every you. time. Uh, I'm drinking a uh, fruit rush, which is. There's a, only two Sith and that went pretty well for them for a long fucking time. No more, no less. Always, it's true. always two there are. Uh, it's a blueberry watermelon shandy, which is like a lemonade beer. That sounds good. Yeah. It's pretty disgusting. Re- I'm sure it's good. It's, it's very lemony. You've been on a beer like fucking tour this summer, dude. Yeah. Like if I've any been drinking you, a lot. If any of you guys or girls are dear, sweet, sweet listeners, follow Jeff on his socials. Um, almost like two or three times a weekend, there's a different brewery he's he's hitting up. I, was I didn't at, even know there were that many that fucking existed I was at in this town. Four breweries on Sunday. That's Jesus impressive. Christ. Yeah. We took our daughter to camp 
uh, out east. I thought uh, you were going to say we took our daughter to the brewery <laughs> no, and got no. fucked up. And we're like, well, there's you know these spots that are on the way back. So we just made sort of a tour of it. Yeah, that's cool. Occasional listener of the show, Mike Aniskevich. Um, one of the things that I, I never would have imagined him to kind of be this way, but like, you know, we're, we try to be pretty outdoorsy. We go hiking, kayaking, you know, we like to do a lot of trips, but man, everywhere we go, and, and he does a bit more of this than I do, um, he will find a brewery somewhere in that area and make sure to celebrate the hike with a brew from a local microbrew. It's cool. Yeah. We've, I, mean, I respect that. We've each, we've gone on a couple of trips together this year. Every one we've found someplace. He found a fucking mountaintop meadery. In the middle of West, there's no, we had no internet signal or at all, no cell phone signal, nothing in the middle of the mountains, of West Virginia. This motherfucker found a mountaintop farm, which was one of the coolest places I've been to. Uh, Healthberry Farms, everybody. I'm going to give them a shout out on the podcast. So for our dear, sweet Australian listeners. They don't get internet, so they can't listen. <laughs> well, apparently they have it up there. He's no. So actually, one of the things we talked about when we were up there is, are you on the network? He's like, we are now. Like, originally, though, he wasn't. He's like, yeah, I'm going to get all these solar panels, though. And, you know, because we get some good sunlight up here. And, like, there you oh, go. fuck, man. Yeah, it's a good life. Shout out, back. Mike. Yep. Yep. Good man. So, um, here we are. I, I, I admit it off the air before we started I'm recording. I'm Oberon American Weed Ale. He's drinking beer. <laughs> I am. I'm drinking Oberon uh, American Weed Ale. So. There you go. Is it good? Don't drink two and fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> he might. Hey Jeff. We got a fucking show to do here. Hey Come on. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> And he's done. Ah uh, shit. I uh, look I I I, I it's like the did. Royal Rumble all over again. It's oh just my fucking, god! Yo, this motherfucker will never live that shit down. Just fucking disappeared. <laughs> Twenty wrestlers in. Just gone. Nowhere to be found. Yeah, been eliminated. Listen, folks, if you ever please listen to this episode, because <laughs> that was a hot mess episode. We got fucking trashed. Yeah. And it was thankfully we were all we were remote recording, so none of, none of us had to drive. Technically, that's why I had to leave. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> that's right. I had, I had to, to fucking drive. We we're going for we we're going because we that was that was during COVID. Yeah, that's when I was sick, and we couldn't do Christmas with like either of our families. So that yeah. was the night that like I didn't plan it this way, but that was that was the night <laughs> that like Steph's like we're going to my parents to celebrate Christmas. So I'm like I'm fucking twenty wrestlers deep into the Royal Rumble drinking game. She goes, if you get the twenty two. I'm going without you. I'm like, oh, fuck. Um, <laughs> we, I think that because I wasn't driving anywhere. I was pretty sure I was, I was. We were doing the Rumble drinking game, which please in the archives, watch, listen to that. That's episode. a good ass time. I'm pretty sure I was drinking booze, like straight up liquor. Yeah, you were. I going, was. Getting you were going hard. hard. <laughs> yeah. Hard. You're like, hard. I don't have to go fucking anywhere. I'm just I, going for it. I don't remember. I remember. I remember bits and pieces at the end, and I remember us talking at the after it. But I'm pretty sure I was trashed out of my mind. I'm pretty sure I threw up that day, that night. I'm pretty confident I did. Yeah, because that was not a... The Royal Rumble often leads to that. Yeah. Well, so, you know, when we typically do the Royal Rumble drinking game, we do it, like, as the Rumble's happening. And, you know, traditionally, that's been on a Sunday. Yeah. Right? So we would, a lot of us, and, and for those that never would, like, actually do the real drinking game with us, they didn't understand you had to take Monday off. <laughs> like, I remember some casualties of war yeah. that were just strung upon the floor and the couches at the estate. <laughs> Um, they, they didn't know what hit them. And like, next year, like I fucking took Monday off. I learned. Right. Um, 
But like this one, when we did the one for the podcast, we did it on a Saturday, yeah. and we started at like two o'clock in the afternoon. Well, we started super fucking early. We really did. Well, purposefully. Yeah. But the, and the best part about and the whole point of the best part about Dave disappearing is he didn't say fucking anything. <laughs> he didn't say, "All right, guys, I'm out." One second he was there, and then it was just he his just screen was, was black, and he was it, fucking gone. I'm like it, this fucker just I, left. I I got the I got the you know you're fucking driving right. That's, Dave's like, that's, that, was, that was kind of it, you know? Yeah. That was I was like, night. I was like, you got three more wrestlers. And she's like, no, we're, we don't. <laughs> it, was, it was time to go, man. <laughs> and we never did that again. We will do that again one of these oh, days. Oh, we will. Absolutely. Uh, definitely will. Yeah. But uh, speaking of sports entertainment, this is my first. Okay. I think this is a really cool fucking idea. All, All right. right. Because I was trying to. Okay. The biggest reason why I suggested this uh, uh, under the hood, I didn't really say this to you guys, but the biggest reason is I felt like. All of our topics, they're very structured in a way that it's easy for us to kind of digest, research, come up with our thoughts and opinions, and then release it to the wild. And I was thinking, like, as I drop my glasses, because I'm two beers in, um, what can we do to kind of shake that that up? Okay. (laughs) What can we do to shake that up? So my first one I thought would be kind of cool. Sports entertainment versus pro wrestling, right? Because there's a difference, right? And not like, oh, what's the difference? Well, there's a clear difference. But who's the best sports entertainer you've ever seen? Who's the best pro wrestler you've ever seen? Who's your favorite mm. sports entertainer? Who's your favorite pro wrestler? You know, and that's yeah, because you have to think about that up. in a different lens. Yeah, it forces us to approach a topic a little differently. Okay. You know, because it gives us the option to go, okay, well, maybe. The greatest sports entertainer of all time might have been Hulk Hogan, but maybe the greatest pro wrestler might have been uh, Bret Hart. Or, yeah, somebody far more or, technical. Yeah, you know, but it, 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 you can kind of spread that out, right? Who's you know what makes a great sports entertainer versus what makes a great pro wrestler? I mean, they're the same exact thing, but they're not the same thing. You know, and and it, it's funny that you mentioned that because you know when you wrestling's one of those things where you know when you know. And it's easy to know who has it. And it's easy to see who doesn't have it. And the emphasis typically in that conversation is the entertainer. The personality. The personality component component is more than the wrestling component. However, you look at any of those wrestlers that would be up on that, you know, that, that top tier of the entertaining aspect. They're all fucking really good wrestlers, too. And maybe. Well, th- that's what I mean, though. That's the conversation. But are what makes they? Yeah, you say are that? they? Who, who are these people you're talking about? Well, let's just go ahead and say Stone Cold, right? Okay. A lot of people would say that what you... And I, I was watching something about this just recently... And I can't remember if it was, I think it was on YouTube, but somebody was talking about, no, it was, it was Randy Orton. I think it was Randy, no, it wasn't Randy Orton. Um, somebody was fucking talking about this. Maybe it was after I watched a video about Randy Orton. Maybe it was Randy Orton. I don't fucking remember. Did somebody get punted in the skull? No, they were talking about like different people. And, and he said that one of the people that probably would surprise you the most in ring would be Stone Cold. You know, because you, you obviously have the visual of Stone Cold You've got the persona. You've got the whole thing that happened with Stone Cold. 
But he's like, a lot of people don't realize that he was a great in-ring general and a great improviser. Yes. When, when you know, as matches went along. And he's like, you know, you have a lot of really, he had a lot of really good matches. You know, but the whole. To that point. Yeah. He was far more technical with his in-ring capability pre-injury yes. than he was post-injury. Exactly. Well, yeah. Like the second half, the latter half of his career, like he was an entertainer 100%, but he wasn't that great of a wrestler. He slowed down and then the injury yeah. the, forced him to slow down. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's funny. Like you go back and you watch stunning Steve Austin or the ringmaster uh, or st- early Steve Stone Cold Steve Austin. He was a bumping fucking machine. Yeah. He had that Memphis style, that bump all over the place as a heel, the chicken shit heel getting chased around the ring by the baby face. Neck broken. It's a different story. He can't move quite that fast anymore. You know, uh, but I think that's a good point. And, 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 and again, this topic leads to those discussions. You know, who's a blend of both? Mm-hmm. I argue Kurt Angle's the greatest sports entertainer for a wrestler of all time. Like, I don't think anybody comes close to him with his actual wrestling acumen and his ability to be funny, serious, interesting, provocative all at the same time. I can't think of anybody else who had the skill that he had with well, the personality that he had. I mean, how you could count on one hand the people that had the skill that he had. I mean, guy's an Olympic gold medalist with a broken freaking neck. Freaking neck. Broken freaking neck. Freaking right? neck. Um, one guy that I would say that I'm always that I've always underestimated his wrestling ability, and and you know maybe he doesn't get quite the credit he should as John Cena. Um, in terms of what he could do in the ring. There are matches when you would put John Cena. I think we talked about Cena versus CM Punk. Mm-hmm. You know, when Cena gets into the ring with a wrestler, he can go with those wrestlers. I mean, there are times we'll be watching pay-per-views when he's having a, a big match and he'll put moves out of his ass that's outside of the five moves of Doom and everything else that he does. You're like, oh shit, this guy can actually do some things if you give him the opportunity. He doesn't have to because the entertaining side of John Cena is so strong that the in-ring performer doesn't always have to be there because he's still going to be able to tell a good it's going to a good story and a good match but he's never really needed to be that technically proficient but when you put him in a ring with a bunch of different type of wrestlers he can still have a good match with him uh, I respectfully disagree okay. uh, I think that uh, John Cena is um, not a particularly great in-ring performer uh, he's a great entertainer in terms of the sports entertainment aspect you know but I think John Cena, those moments, to your point, where he pulls out a move that like his hook and run randomly or a fucking hip toss or whatever the fuck where it's like, oh, basic shit. Cool, you can do that. I forgot. Um, look at his opponent. And typically, it's somebody who knows what the fuck they're doing. Well, yeah. There's a reason for that. Because they... John Cena's not going to do that with just anybody. Right. Because he's not that guy. He's not that wrestler. You know what I mean? Uh, I don't think that... And, and this is no slight to John Cena. I think he's a great sports entertainer. And he's a very, very capable pro wrestler. Capable. But he's... Fuck, man. He's not even, like, top fucking 20. I didn't in say ring. he'd be top 20 in ring. But I'm saying I I think we underestimate his ability to wrestle. Fuck. I don't. I, I, think <laughs> I, I fucking don't. I think I would put The Undertaker into that same category. Because although he's 
okay. agile for a big guy. Fair, yeah. He's not as technically sound. He's great in ring awareness. Yes. And his ability to bump and control the match and help put guys over. But at the same time, he's not just like John Cena. He's not that technically proficient in the ring. But the character is what people are paying to see. Oh, right? he's an attraction. Yeah. And John Cena's an attraction, honestly. Uh, just like Roman Reigns is an attraction now. He, he's become he's becoming that guy. Oh, he's been that guy for a while. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, that's sort of the sports entertainment versus pro wrestling idea I had. I so, think. So speaking of wrestling attractions, how far does LA Knight go? <clears throat> uh, I don't. In, in today's climate, uh, he'll get a heavyweight title run for sure. Okay. He's not going to be a Mount Rushmore guy. No, I don't. I don't think he, so. He's the rock you have. He's the rock you have at home. Yeah. Yeah, I don't yeah. really. I'm not a huge fan of LA Knight. Yeah, and, and I dig him. I, like I get why he's over. Yeah, he's 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 clever. He's popular, but he's Kevin Nash said it best. Man, like, didn't we fucking watch The Rock's career already? Yeah, like it is actually like watching Dwayne Johnson. That's not a that's not an insult. People emulate the people that they appreciate. Yeah. That's a form of flattery, and I right. get it. And I'm not saying he's wrong for doing it. And I do think he's entertaining. I think he's funny, actually. But there, I don't know. There is we'll a there there. I mean, you can definitely feel the attitude influence oh, on yeah. on everything that he does. Um, yeah. This this yeah. Mm. Uh, this goes back to what I kind of said, where <laughs> when you know, you know. Yeah. And there's a part of me that doesn't know with him. Jury's still out. The jury's still out, because I feel like when The Rock was doing it, I don't feel like The Rock was aware that he was doing it. Well, maybe not. I feel like L.A. Knight, when he's out there doing it, he's also aware that he's doing it. I feel like there is, there, there is, I don't want to say it's not natural, but it, that's just kind of how it feels like to me. There's just some level of, I, I know, you know, you know, I know, you know, and you know, I know, you know, and you're <laughs> going to do it anyway. Uh, I, and I'm going to enjoy it, but I want to see him take that next step. And I, I like that they're, I mean, he's so over I like that they're not necessarily rushing him into that echelon because they easily could ride that, you know, house of fire and ride that wave. But if you don't have the ability to sustain your success, which I don't know that he's anywhere close to that yet, um, it, it falls apart just as quickly as it gets there. And I don't know that you want to do that with him. So I like how they're slow playing this. What I worry about is, is his shtick going to be good enough to be slow played to the point that he'll still be relevant when he's in that conversation? I'm, I'm not sure about that. Hmm. It's going to be interesting to watch. Yeah, I've been paying close attention. And like I said, it's, 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 clearly he's over uh, big time with the audience. I don't know about the merch sales. That's a big indicator. But uh, I think he's got a shelf life. I don't know what his shelf life is. Every wrestler has one. Uh but you're right. I mean, he is emulating The Rock. But in his defense, it's it's hard not to emulate somebody. Like, every wrestler, all the greats pick from other wrestlers. Yeah. It's just... Yeah, somebody always looks up to somebody. And, like, there's definitely influence there. I mean, look at professional hockey players. Like, everyone has a Lemieux or a Yager or a Sid or a Gretzky that they look up to and they try to emulate. I mean, it's the same in sports entertainment. 
God, I was watching something the other day. It might have been a wrestling thing. It might have been a hockey thing. Um, but they said, look for your heroes and fucking copy what they do. Without a you doubt. Know, find, find what... The formula you know, works. The formula works. and You just you know, have to be good enough. You'll figure out certain things that works for you and then doesn't work for you. And mm-hmm. you, you pick and choose those elements. But, you know, when you want something bad enough, find people you look up to and just fucking copy what they do. And uh, that's... Uh, that's me with her Jones. Oh, yeah. That's a compliment, but fucking weird at the same yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Heavy eye contact, a little bit of light breathing when I said it. <laughs> just, to, just to write them out to make it creepy. Just enough. Just enough. <laughs> so what else you guys got? Yeah. Uh, one thing that came up in our last episode was uh, Nint- or not Nintendo. That came up too, it's, but it's fucking uh, shit's Nickelodeon. Getting the rights to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, yeah. which got me the thinking. OG. The OG. The yes. OG. The uh, late 80s, early 90s. Yeah. Yeah. Which got me thinking, uh, if we go back to our childhood, the 90s uh, Nickelodeon shows. Oh, boy. Like, oh, uh, there's, shit. There's a whole sort of broad area there because, you know, we have the cartoon side, like Ninja Turtles. Uh, we had salute your shorts. And, hey dude, and hey fucking uh, dude. Hey Nick, Ar- fucking Nick Arcade, dude. which is Fuck now, now available <laughs> on uh, Paramount Plus. Fucking most ridiculous show ever. Uh, Are you afraid of the dark? Legend of the Hidden Temple. Oh, I was uh, just gonna say Legend of the Dark. The yeah. stuff that was on Snick, like Double Are Dare, You Afraid of the Dark? And what what were your go tos back then? Because we all had There's, one. Okay, so here's the fucking thing with, with this topic. This is a broad-ass topic, you son of a bitch. All right. Um, it depends. Because it's as a, as a kid, you know, as a kid means from, you know, three, four years old up until, like, 17, 18 years old, right? There's a lot of shit that we watched growing up. Yeah, for sure. Um. Yeah, we consumed things differently than, I mean, it's a very obvious overstatement there, but, you know, your television watching was unbelievably structured. Yes. And we got hit with it before school, after school, Saturday mornings, and if you were lucky, maybe Sunday. But I'm sure you guys had the same thing that I did. How many fucking TVs did you have growing up in your house? And at the same time, there was no... You can't hit the guide button on your cable box. Nope, it no. was here's an actual printed TV guide what? that comes out every yeah. week. The fucking TV guide you. was a big. It was the, the Bible. That was we, a big fucking deal. We had the news. We had, we had, um, mine was newspaper. That's mm. what we didn't. We didn't really even get the TV guide. Oh, we had a newspaper. Shit. I remember that shit. Um, but like we had one TV in my house for a pretty long time, and I'm the youngest of my siblings, so it was like fucking just clawing for scraps to get some specific tv time yeah that i could watch my shows and i was very fortunate that i had the like three o'clock to five o'clock block and of course all bets were off when jimmy mack came home because as soon as jimmy mack came home fucking it's the news and then jeopardy and then maybe we would watch like something that was on later in the evening that like my brother and my sister wanted to watch too um but, I mean, we really were, like, I had a time limit that I could watch TV Saturday morning. I would have hockey sometime between 5 and 8 a.m. And I'd come home. Usually my dad would stop, and we would, like, get McDonald's. I'd get, like, breakfast sandwich or something. And I'd watch my Saturday morning cartoons. 
I know that I had until about 11 o'clock because that's when my brother was going to wake up. And as soon as he woke up, he was going to come downstairs and it was going to be fucking college football. Now, I got very lucky. And I think I've said this on the show before. I got very lucky that my brother was into X-Men and, and Spider-Man. So when that, that 11 to 12 block had X-Men, the animated series, and Spider-Man, he would fucking sit there and watch that. But if he was up earlier, there's no way I was going to be able to watch some of that stuff. So, um, But it was a frenzy. It was a free-for-all for the TV for us for a while until we, you know, got another one. So our, our, my, my watching was very limited, uh, and had to be very strategic, very yeah. pointed and Nickelodeon for me was always kind of the third choice because I would watch Fox and I'd watch like the ABC cartoons when they were on. Yeah, and Nick, then Nickelodeon had Doug and well, Rugrats and Rocco's Modern Life. Well, that was Sunday. You know, Sunday was was not really something that I had to worry about too much because, like, nobody in my family was really, like, down for going to church. So... Fucking heathens. Right? It's true. <laughs> explains a lot. It does God explain a lot. Damn it. Um, <laughs> fucking degenerate. It, 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 it's, it's true. It's true. God have mercy on my soul. Um, but... Um, so, like, nobody in my family was really waking up on Sunday. Like, if Steeler games were on at 1 o'clock, that's when, like, shit got real for the TV. So, I had that Nickelodeon block for uh, from 10 until 12 when Doug and Rugrats and Rocco's Modern Life and Ren and Stimpy were on. Um, but I will say that the, the shows Hey Dude and Salute Your Shorts were absolutely my fucking jam. And then a special shout out to Clarissa Explains It All. So, I, that's a hell of a thing. Um... I'm going to answer your question. Uh, so with with a really non a real non answer. <laughs> well, because here's the thing. You said what was my go to? Yeah. Because every '80s '90s kid had go tos for sure. Mm-hmm. Kids t- today, I'm sure have go tos. Sure. Because my sister was '78, so '70s kid they had go tos, obviously. But it depended on the day, right? I didn't have a go to. Because everything like, was structured. Yeah. Right. So I was. Very fortunate that I had a, a TV in my room. Uh, pretty early in life, uh, thank God. And so, and I had cable, so it was like that's even more. That's important. a big deal. That's a big deal. I had Nickelodeon in my goddamn room. I had Fuck. MTV in my room when I was in elementary school. I had two channels because I had a TV that had like I just had to fucking adjust yeah. the antenna. First TV I ever had was a black and white yeah. TV with the dial and the buttons. There were two dials and buttons and the antennas, and it definitely fucking had uh, aluminum foil on it. But then I transitioned pretty early in elementary school to like a, a color TV. I had that TV, no shit, no joke, until I was like 19 years old. That was my TV through all the years. Um, but <clears throat> it depended on the day because like Saturday afternoon, Sunday afternoon, it was probably... Saturday afternoon, it was probably like the Hey Dude era because it was like those... They weren't bad shows, but you watched them because they were on. They were the mid-card. There was nothing else mid-card. for kids on TV at the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Because yeah. it was Nickelodeon. Yeah. yeah. There was no Cartoon Network at the time. There was none of that shit. You no, know, and, and yeah. a lot of the main channels that would show content for kids, um, once like 5 o'clock hit, the programming was switching over to, you know, what your parents would want to watch. Right. right? So Sundays, uh, it was like Wild and Crazy Kids. Shout out what, to Wild and Crazy. And crazy what, wild kids. and Crazy. Cuba Gooden Jr. Was it Cuba Gooden Jr.? Yeah. Yep, Cuba Gooden Jr. 
Uh, I I watched the shit out of that. That was show. fucking fun. I watched the sh- I still know the 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 theme song in my head. Um, Saturday nights obviously was Snick. It goes without fucking saying. That was shit Snick. was so good. Are you afraid of the dark? All that. All that. Clarissa explains it all. Ren and fucking Stimpy. All that shit. But then you had Monday through Friday. And if we're sticking to Nickelodeon still, if we're sticking to Nickelodeon, Monday through Friday, I didn't do a ton of Nickelodeon Monday through Friday. Uh, when I was young, young, um, I did like Monday through Friday. It was more like I catch something on TV, but it yeah, wasn't whatever's on. Yeah. But weekends, that was my Nickelodeon time. For sure. My Nickelodeon time. Same. Cause I, we were watching Fox animation block exactly. like after school every day. Yeah, exactly. Oh, oh Fox dominated the animation block. Now, on Saturday morning cartoons, I would often have to flip between ABC and Fox because ABC had, um, you know, uh, Garfield and Friends, which I was, you know, really big on. That was the 9 to 10 hour. Then it kind of switched over to Fox. Um, you got to switch over to Fox for X-Men. Well, Bobby's, we all know that Dave does Bobby's not, world. world. He does not put X-Men very high on his list. So It's fucking high on the list, dude. It just wasn't on the first tier. It wasn't S-tier. It's an S-tier show. Yeah. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. If there was a tier above the top tier, that's where it would fucking be. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> um, God damn it. My Nickelodeon block was usually in the mornings. And I would say probably like, a, like the 10 to 12 o'clock if I had a chance. I'm thinking more summertime. Because I remember a lot of times I would watch Eureka's Castle, right? Yeah, that was early in the morning. That was early in the morning. And um, it was the one show that, like, competed for me with, like, the Muppets. Memories unlocked. Hold on. I know. (laughs) Uh, The Elephant Show. Yeah. Sharon, Lois, and Bram. Yeah. Skimmer, Marinky, Dink. All that shit. Uh, 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 David the Gnome. Uh, uh, okay, so oh okay. shit, we just unlocked something that's, on Jones. That's the early shit. Well, because yeah. I'm thinking, I forgot. Okay, so Nickelodeon, there was that period when I was super, super young. Yeah, because they had Nick Junior then, Nick just Jr. like they do and now. We were young. I was young enough to watch Nick Junior, and I remember it was like midday shit was Nick Junior. Yeah, and I remember the show. I've asked people about this show. Very few motherfuckers remember this show. Okay, <laughs> I couldn't tell you what the fuck it's called. I think it was called the Koala Show. Do you remember the Koala Show? Mm-mm. It was it was a weird ass show. I don't know if it was from Europe or something, but it was about these fucking little koalas. There was a pink one, a little pink one, and like a like a gray one, and they were like brother and sister, but they were from another dimension, and they hung out with this little girl named Sandy, a little redhead kid. Does that sound familiar to you at all? <laughs> no. <laughs> it was old. It was an old cartoon. Uh, we're talking like. And they would take this little girl, Sandy, to their little dimension where the koalas were, like, the dominant species, basically. Okay. It was weird as shit. It was it, weird. Oh, I'm looking this shit up. It, sounds, sounds, it sounds like you're fucking tripping. Hold on. The, the oldest show on Nickelodeon that I remember is You Can't Do That on Television. That's my earliest That's memory. Right that there. is real the fucking... Was no the joke. slime was no joke. But that was the first show that I really have, like, a conscious memory of that was on... Noozles! Oh, shit. I know what you're talking Boom. about. Okay. Boom. It was All called right. fucking Noozles. As soon as I saw it, I knew oh, No, 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 no. That's the koala show. Yeah. This is Noozles. Yeah, I know there what you you're go. talking about, Noozles. That, do you remember that, Jeff? Did you watch that shit? Yeah. Yeah. It, memory unlocked. Okay, she was it not is, redheaded. They're beady ass. Her hair's reddish. It's kind of reddish. The beady ass eyes. Yeah, it was Pinky was the pink one. I think her name was Pinky, actually. And they, like, would be born in little bubbles. That's how they were, like, gestated. The little koala people. Mm-hmm. And, like, Sandy's 
I think her name was Sandy. Her dad was like a military guy. He was rarely yeah. ever home. I watched the shit out of this show. Mm-hmm. Didn't understand half of what I was really watching, but I remember it being. It was back in those days when Blinky cartoons and, and Sandy. Yeah. Was it Winky? Blinky, Blinky and Pinky. I was right. Goddamn. 40 years old. I'm st- I still got it. There were only 26 episodes. I know, I'm pretty sure I watched <laughs> I all of them three times. But that show was, and there was another koala show. The one that you had on your phone, there was that other yeah. one that was like, uh, it was like a little village of koala people. Yeah. I watched that one. There was a ton of those cartoons. And then there's David the Gnome. And I think you and I, one of us had this conversation about that last episode of David the Gnome. It was like the saddest thing you ever fucking seen. Where David the Gnome, his wife and his best friend became trees. And the fox, Swift, cried. It was fucking depressing. So depressing. They, wonder why they didn't play that shit. Up. They never like they didn't play it on Nickelodeon, apparently, because it was so fucking sad. And they didn't want kids to like be mm. heartbroken. <laughs> like David the Gnome becoming a fucking treat. Yeah, so some of the other shows was uh Franklin was on then. Gula Gula Island. I didn't watch that. That fucking Gula. like uh, yellow chameleon thing. I re- I know I did not watch that. Do you remember Little Bill? Bill Cosby show. I feel like I'm. That wasn't. That was. That was. That was early, later on, though, right? Wasn't it? It was in the nineties. Right. Shit's wild. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, it was late nineties and ninety-nine. The other show that was on with Eureka's Castle that I would always check out was Muppet Babies. Oh, I was a big Muppet that Babies. That was another one. I was a big Muppet Babies That was, a, that was a jam. Was it Nanny? With the yep. fucking legs? The yeah. fucking Yeah, <laughs> never like, saw her face. Never saw her face. She was a fucking monster. That's my theory. She was a demon, most likely. Could have been. She was a lizard person. <laughs> Clearly. Clearly. <laughs> That's the only logical explanation. She was not there, a human. <laughs> there, is some, there is some twisted shit that you can find online about what people were saying. It's like... I remember, like, oh, there was she didn't have any like torso or anything because the Muppets were like imprisoned, oh, and yeah. that was like their their mental escape for dealing with their imprisonment. <laughs> like, like it was straight out of like the fucking movie The Room or something like that, right? Yeah, there's some wild ass some conspiracy wild theories. ass conspiracy yeah. theories that was going on there. Um, last thing I'll say because we could do like a whole episode on just Nickelodeon. So right? that's the point of this episode. Yeah. Um, I love the Nickelodeon. No, the Nickelodeon game <laughs> shows were works. fucking were, were fucking fire. I, well, so what was your favorite Nickelodeon game show? Uh, mine was so it was all right. There was the one that I always wanted to be on because I thought every time I would see those kids on the show, like they're not even. I could fucking destroy and, them, and you hundred percent wouldn't. No, um, <laughs> we was, all thought the same thing. Was guts? Fuck do guts. do 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 you have it? Guts? Yeah, I always. Like, for years, as an adult, I tried to find the fucking piece of the aggro crag trophy that they would give away at the end. Like, thinking somebody was just going to put that bitch up on eBay. Never did find one. No. Could you imagine, could you imagine, like, going over to somebody's house, and it's your first time over there, there's a dinner party and everything, and you walk into their living room, and right there on the fucking mantle is a piece of the crag? Instant respect. Oh, my God. They become your best fucking friends. Or mortal enemy. Yeah. One or the uh, other. I think my favorite Nickelodeon game show was probably Family Double Dare. Double Dare is my Watching jam. mom and dad's f- yeah. just fucking fumble around was so amusing to a kid. Yeah, I had I had issues with like the the giant nose. That they had to like <laughs> they dig they in. Had that's to where you dig draw in the to line. find the boogers to yeah. get the flag and everything and they'd just be all covered. Like I, I that was for whatever reason on my mind, I'm like, you know what, that's the one I don't want to do. 
That's the one. That's the one. Yeah. Was it was like a giant jump, cheeseburger. He'll fucking jump into that cheese with? pizza pool. There like, we go. No. <laughs> Without hesitation. Uh, just immediately shit my pants just from all the, all the dairy. <laughs> so much one. cheese. Uh, what was that shit made of? I never figured it out. No, nobody know. knows. Nobody. You want to get that no. shit in your mouth? It's not edible. Nobody knows. Was toxic. No. <clears throat> but yeah, so excellent idea. By the way, that's on. I wrote it down on the paper. On that's on my list. Uh, Mac, what you got? All right, so in the last episode, guys, we were talking about favorite comic book-inspired video games. And, you know, Jeff, you'd mentioned something at the end that um, the last one we actually talked about, which was uh, Marvel vs. Capcom, right? And it got me kind of thinking because we have two crossover fighting video game franchises that I feel we settle for. We have Marvel vs. Capcom. And we have Mortal Kombat versus DC. So what I wanted to ask you guys is if you had a choice to flip this shit up a little bit, would you prefer to play a game Street Fighter versus Mortal Kombat? Or would you prefer to play Marvel versus DC? The fanboy in me would say Marvel versus DC. Just because like as a kid, you know, growing up buying and reading comic books and collecting cards and shit is like you go through those scenarios in your head like what if like what if superman had to fight captain america he'd fucking kill him yeah so but do that in the style of mortal Kombat. yeah so uh i'll answer your question uh easily uh it would be Street Fighter versus Mortal Kombat, only because we technically, I mean, it wasn't a video game form. We did get Marvel versus DC way back in the 90s. We did. I, I don't need to see that shit again. What I want to see is Liu Kang and Ryu go toe-to-toe. <laughs> I would love, I would love to see Ryu have a finishing move. Oh, shit. I would love to see... What would Marcus it be? Yeah, what would it be? Move. What would it be? I, I, I assume he'd burn you alive with his fucking fireball. I, 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 something, or he'd do a hurricane kick and snap your neck and rip it right off, hmm. something like that. Or, or a, a, a show where you can where like he uppercuts through your fucking sternum. Oh, yeah, and just rips you in half. That's brutal. I, I would. There's and then catches you on fire. To me, there's more money and interest in Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat, and Street Fighter because of how different they are. And they are very different. Yeah, it's it's hard to cross that over because stylistically totally I mean, different. It's so different but man it would be great <laughs> i feel like i feel like in whatever iteration of these games we would choose i feel like it would have to be in the mortal Kombat style because i feel like if i'm gonna get this i want the brutality you want yeah i don't moves. i don't want the street fighter like, version if i'm getting yeah. marvel versus dc and i've got batman fighting iron man i want to see what kind of fucked up shit tony stark's gonna do to bruce wayne when he finishes him you know <laughs> <laughs> so anyhow uh, let's yeah. put a pit in that philanthropist right there let's let's move on folks uh, <laughs> but yeah i think um that would be cool to see uh and, and actually as far as and there's some there's you could you could really move forward with this that question in terms of a sub a, a topic like not necessarily just well this one or this one or how about what would you like to see in a video game format you know, as a fighting game. Well, and I think that's kind of where this topic would go, is that, you know, just branching off of that idea, what would be the fighting game you would want to see? We have what to keep it of... within the confines of fighting game 
franchises. Right. I would, god damn, I would like to see, and this is weird, I would like to see Eternal Champions from, like, Sega fucking Genesis and Killer Instinct. Oh, fuck. Because <laughs> they're both brutal fucking uh, franchises, violent franchises. Eternal Champions, it was Eternal Warriors. No, Eternal Champions. Eternal Champions. Yeah. Where it was a violent game. It was. It was I very that in that Mortal Kombat vein, you know, of brutality. Uh, fucking, watch fucking full gore and that weird dude had the bone hands. There's <laughs> the fucking guy who, like, the, st- the stage fatality where he threw you up on the cross and burned you. Exactly. That's awesome. I think that would be a good game to play. <laughs> it was but, awesome. But it would be better if it was all sprites. Mm-hmm. I'm down where, with that. Where would you toss Soul Calibur in this, Jeff? Could you imagine if they did, like, a Saturday morning cart? So, you know how, like, we have Mario Kart, and they have all the little off versions of Mario Kart? Could you imagine, like, a Nicktoons version of Mortal Kombat, or, like, a Saturday morning cartoons version of Mortal Kombat? Like, fucking Garfield really shows Odie who's boss, and just fucking... When her, when he puts nor, when he puts normal in the box, he oh, just poor like, normal going like Garfield does like he instead of like sealing it, he just puts nails through it and just like destroys normal and like just his blood just pours takes out. it all out, takes yeah. it up, and just normal suffocates. <laughs> Shit's getting dark, folks. Yeah, I know. Getting dark. I went to a real dark place there. No, I'm just saying, like, like that's that's you know the there's a lot of you know things you could do with that. I think a lot about having Marvel involved in that type of game because, like, I would love to see Marvel character fatalities. I'd like to see what Thor would do to somebody, really, if he had the opportunity mm-hmm. to. You know, I'd like to see... Because, like, with with the, with the Mortal Kombat, they always have those side characters for DLC. And, you know, they brought in Homelander. Yeah. Uh, they've had the Ninja Turtles. They brought the Terminator and all sorts of other characters into it. And I just think it'd be interesting to see that from a Marvel perspective. I agree. Word. Um, so I have another one. And it's... So, okay, it's 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 wrestling related. Okay. Uh, and I, again, I wanted to kind of challenge how we do this. Uh, so, hear me out. We do pay-per-views. You know, we've done, like, maybe, like, our favorites. or But it was the... It was the the dream feuds that really spurned this idea in my head. Yeah. Because I really, and folks, if you haven't listened to that episode, if you Great like episode. wrestling, please listen to it. Uh, it's a lot of fun, and I think it'll get your creative juices churning a little bit. But to churn them further, as opposed, to, uh, as opposed to covering um, a whole show or uh, a particular genre, t- subtype of wrestling, we pick... we. I call it hyper-focusing. We, we pick a single match, and we break the break it the fuck down. It's got to be a good match. Something that's made... It doesn't have to be iconic, but, like, a great match. We break it down. Not move by move, but just break down the match itself. The build-up. What it is. Why it's important. Why do you like it? Why don't you like it? You know, the participants. Uh, or a moment in wrestling history. You know, it doesn't have to... We could fucking break down the fucking infamous... Mike Tyson shove with Steve Austin and the, the, the Attitude Era really starting. We could break down all a Goldberg versus uh, Hulk Hogan. You know when Ho- um, Goldberg beat him for the WCW title on Nitro. What about the Georgia Hulk, Dome? What about Hulk Hogan versus his hairline? We could do that too. Still losing that battle. You know, but that I've never seen somebody lose their hair for this long and yet still have hair. He's he's figured out some sort of demon magic. There's something not right with that, right? Like, have you ever seen a picture of Hulk Hogan with a full head of hair? Ever? Technically, yes. High school. I've never even seen it. 
I, he, I've seen high school. Photos I don't believe of him. it exists. <laughs> He's always. I believe he came out of the womb with that hairline. <laughs> <laughs> like the mom was waiting for it to it's happen, but it was just like fucking flow, yeah. and he just had a do rag. Somehow. It actually grows down. He just cuts it back to that because that's just everyone expects it at this point. Uh, but I think that it'll be a lot of fun to kind of just pick something and just really break it down and have fun with it. Because we could spend three and a half hours talking about a single pay-per-view, which means we could probably spend an hour and a half on one match. We're still talking yeah. about Halloween Havoc. Someone is. Yeah. That's it's where been... Noah is right now. He's still recording that <laughs> damn episode. <laughs> Noah, just... <laughs> Noah never shut the recorder off. He just leaves it downstairs, like, and it's always on. And just yeah. when he has time, he yeah, just goes he just down and just keeps down talking there. about yeah, monster, you know. different monster trucks that happen to show up in that pay-per-view. Yes, uh, but I think it'll be a lot of fun to kind of kind of do something like that, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, we you pick like we all decide like oh you know let's I don't know just because I always think about Bret Hart matches Bret Hart Steve Austin WrestleMania thirteen, and we just break that match down. Why? What? The spots? Well, you know, bits and pieces. I think it'll be interesting. It'll be a bit of more of a challenge for us, I think. Yeah, because when we you know when we do one of our big pay per view shows, we we gloss over the technicalities of the match yes typically. and we're just like well here's the backstory here's the feud here's a couple spots that we liked or didn't like you know here's where they botched that here was the finish here was the result but like when you really start getting down to the nuts and bolts of it it's like it's very technical from start to finish um and when you start to break it down like that it's it's a really interesting concept mm-hmm. in terms of where we could go with that yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I like that idea yeah. a lot. Yeah. Me too, which is why it's on the list. <laughs> Put that shit on the list. All right, my next one, uh, something I think would be fun to talk about is, you know, when we, growing up, even as kids, we were exposed to stuff that our parents were watching or stuff that our grandparents were watching. And there were a shit ton of game shows hmm. that were on. Uh, at that time and i think it would be fun to sort of go down that path and talk about what your favorite game shows were but if you think about all the people who hosted game shows from like the 70s all the way up and to today there's some really interesting and unique personalities in there and i think it'd be fun to go down that path of what's your favorite show but what's what's your stack rank list of game show hosts hmm. you know who's on the mount rushmore of game show hosts oh. is it steve harvey and his fucking mustache is it bob barker is it fucking uh dude from the love connection hold on hold on so wait okay i'm glad you mentioned steve harvey yeah because <clears throat> we all so we've mentioned this in, in on the show before folks we, we were part of, like, a group chat. Or a part of a couple of them with, like, typically the same, like, three or four people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we <laughs> or just two. Add, we, we shuffle one person yeah. in and out um, of each I always one. think it's funny when the one person's like, you know what, why don't you guys just talk about this in the other group chat that I'm not a part of? <laughs> because I know there is. <laughs> um, but what was it? Uh, somebody was, I think it might have been Noah's brother. Uh, Drew, who was, who was on the show before. He put that, 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 that YouTube video of Steve Harvey. Did you? Yes. What the? It was fucking bizarre. Oh, I, I don't know if I. I don't know if I actually. It was one of the most David, bizarre things I've ever watched. I don't know if I can articulate to you. <laughs> oh, the, it was on Family Feud, wasn't it? it was no, like, no, it wasn't a feud. It, it was an animated feud. thing. This, oh. it, was, it started with Family Feud, and someone 
he was waiting for a response and then it like went into his Look, mind of like how things process. I almost want to pause and let you watch it and come back <laughs> which, to it. Which <laughs> chat is it in? Is it in the text chain? Is it in the Facebook chain? Is it the Instagram chain? We have too many going and it's all the I same. I, all I know is I watched it and I felt so fucking changed yeah, from it. It was you fucking, felt so it fucking was, changed? It was fucking, it's fucking bizarre, man. I don't know really? what the fuck I watched, yeah. but hold on. Hold okay. on, goddammit. Hold on. I, I at this point I, I can't I can't not do this now because Was this recent? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. How recent? Like within the last week. Week and a half maximum. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Because I, I watched it and I'm like, what in the shit am I watching? Why am I watching this? And it kept going and I'm like, Why did you send this? Who's what's wrong with it? It was you? definitely Drew that sent it. It was hundred percent Drew. Because yeah. it was I feel like there was no context. He just <laughs> sent it. <laughs> That's what fucked me up about it. Oh, how long ago? It's like it was definitely last week or week before. I'm looking, and I I, I definitely put a little little picture response up because I didn't know what the fuck else to really say to it. And there's the stuff on uh, on them bringing about the Altered Beast franchise. <laughs> Jesus Christ, yeah. There's Just a need to need to throw that out there. Okay, hold on. I'm going to search my... Drew Brown. Is, is that where you... Fuck, All I right. mean, holy goddamn fuck. Can you pause this for a second? Fuck? What the fuck, man? Yeah, yeah. I had We had to pause this, so Dave had to watch what I was subjected to. First off, that was the longest two minutes and like 20 seconds yeah, of my I, life. I'm surprised you didn't watch it when the rest of us did. I don't... I, I completely missed it. Yeah. Like, I completely missed that part of the conversation. Yeah, if, if you want to know what we're talking about, go to YouTube and just type in the Steve Harvey stare. <laughs> And yeah, look, no, sir, an animated video. Don't. Uh, it's you, three minutes you can't get back. Ever. But it's uh, fucked up. It it'll, is, it'll fuck with you. There's no reason for it. <laughs> there's none. <laughs> and I'm like, if I had to watch this shit and Jeff had to watch this shit, Dave's going to watch oh, there's, this There shit. are definitely times I've sent you guys things like, if I have to see it, you do too. <laughs> there's no one but like, seeing that's, this. That's gonna, it's like fucking Cronenberg fucked the end of a Stephen King horror movie and put Steve Harvey's mustache in the middle of it. Mm. And nobody asked for it. Nope. No. I don't know who did. But you know what's no. great? The fucking stare. We've oh all God. seen it. Oh, yes. If you've ever watched Family Feud, you've seen the stare. He just goes to another world when he's staring. It's pretty bizarre. Fucking eldritch fucking he's seen, gods. He's seen through dimensions. I was damn near Cthulhu. It's like the fucking Wingstop video. That, that <laughs> chick who's so fucking hungry. <laughs> yeah. And all she wants is Wingstop. Fucking drive. And, and... and there's a point where like she like turns around she goes what did you eat today you f- shut up you fucking squid what did you eat today i ate nothing nothing the and rage. Pause it. you pause it you can actually see through parallel dimensions of hers equally being hungry and, and angry and within her eyes you see earth 616 you do. <laughs> she just wants them wings that's she it does. And you know what, guys i fucking found one i did oh pleasant hills well, like right next to Atreus, like right off 51. <laughs> it's right there, actually. It's right there, oh, and like, because like when I saw that, I'm like, I've seen commercials for Wingstop. Like, does you guys ever have it where like you, there's a fucking like there's a Hardee's commercial? I've never been yeah, to a fucking Hardee's Junior. Yeah. I don't know. Too there ain't many nothing there's a Hardee's or a Carl's Junior commercial on, and you're like, there's no fucking Hardee's like, or Carl's how Junior. How dare they play Pittsburgh. these commercials in our area? Listen, <laughs> Hardee's, Carl's Junior. If you're li- Wingstop, if you guys are all listening, um, send us some food. We'll talk. Can about I? Can it on I show. tell you? I I actually did have. Carl's Jr. once. Last year, my wife and I were on our way to Myrtle Beach. We went to one of the like you know rest stops. There yeah. was one there. I was not impressed. I think I've, I think that's the only Hardee's I've ever been to is at a rest stop. Mm. But like, yeah, that sounds about right. 
Yeah, there's not a, there's really nothing like that in the area. No, fuck. But... No, I'm full of shit. No. It wasn't in the rest stop. It was um when we stayed at the hotel it was in Virginia. Randomly, I was trying to find somewhere to eat and we were just like in a it was like off the highway sort of situation. It was at a hotel and there was like there's a hard went, Oh, I'll go there. Yeah. Again, not impressed yeah, with the food. The, the commercials look yeah. so much better. Well, Jones, we had we had a real life experience of that with Sonic. You remember? Kind of. So like kind of remind me. You and I are roommates. Yeah. It's fucking Easter Sunday. And we've been seeing commercials. <laughs> <laughs> we've been seeing commercials for Sonic on TV all the time and yes. like there's no Sonic anywhere nearby. So it's Easter we both ate with our families like really early. Like that's one of the things that I've always kind of been concerned about with holiday meals. Like I know certain people in your family eat earlier in the day and you're cooking all day and stuff, but nobody ever eats a fucking holiday meal when you're supposed to eat the goddamn yeah, meal. Yeah, fucking right? eat at one. Yeah, <laughs> it's like eats dinner um, at one. Um, it's Thanksgiving and we're going over to your aunt and uncle's and dinner is at two. I'm like, who the fuck eats dinner? That's late lunch. You mean we're having lunch at two, we're right? We're having lunch <laughs> at two. That's what you're saying? No, that's going to be dinner and we're not eating anything for the rest. Like you go to somebody's place to eat dinner. You didn't buy any fucking food to eat that night. No. Your fridge is empty and it's seven. You're going to be fucking hungry. Yep. Right? You better take a plate home. <laughs> no, because they, uh, they, a lot, I mean, I don't know if it's like. A lot of other people's families like this, but, you know, there was always a point. They got a point where my family's like, no, we're keeping the leftovers. We fucking put the work in. <laughs> You're not getting up. the plate to go home. That's I real mean, fucked every, up. There's I, I, not enough leftovers for everybody in this goddamn family to I get a plate know, to go home. I don't know how. I mean, I can't speak on behalf of your family in that regard. My family, your ass is taking a plate. Yeah. You're taking more yeah, than no, one. I never for had. You, I never had that. You're not allowed to have leftovers. Your girlfriend, your girlfriend, yeah. a second time. Yeah. You for next week. Yeah. We are. We Here's are two weeks worth of fucking turkey and mashed potatoes. We are, not, we are yeah. not getting a plate to go home. Like they, they're, they're not making enough food to that's feed everybody really mean, twice. Man. That's. I'm not saying it isn't. <laughs> that's really fucking mean. You guys are not getting a plate. We don't like you. Yeah, you get the fuck you out of here with your second. You got, you got a serving. I hope I hope you might. So you, you know what you're gonna get? You're gonna get cranberry sauce. For the members of my family that <laughs> no are listening to this podcast, for the members of my family that are listening to this podcast, and first off, if you're listening, what the fuck's wrong with you? Go find something. Go find anything else better to do with your time, unless you've got this on in the background and you're yeah. dusting. But tune in next week because we need those numbers. Yeah, we do need those numbers. So yeah. make sure you put that on next week. But you know what you did. <laughs> you, you gave know. me cranberry sauce on the yeah. way home. You told him no, the fucking turkey. No, you're sitting there at 11.30 at night making a turkey stuffing and mashed potato sandwich with cold gravy, and I'm not getting shit. No. So, anyways. <laughs> you got shit so, got real personal. Well, I mean, this, I mean, Jones, we both had the experience yeah. where we were at our family's freezer, not, like, together, in individual families. We got back, and, like, we both ate at, like, 3 o'clock in the afternoon. So it's 8 o'clock at night, and I'm like, what are we going to eat we got nothing to eat. Nothing to do. Nothing. Oh, we had something to do. Find something to eat. Yes. So we go on, and the only fucking place we can find that's open is Olive Garden. That's it. So that was we go, awkward. So we, oh, yeah, well, let me get to it. So we go to Olive Garden, and we roll in, and we, we don't know exactly what time they're closing. We just know that, you know, it's Easter Sunday. Pretty sure they're closing at 9. We got there at, like, 8.45. And it was literally one of those things. Now, if you guys have ever worked in a restaurant, you know what you do. You know what happens when somebody rolls in after you've already got the kitchen cleaned up and shit's put away. And they're just going to roll in and be like, oh, well, technically we're still open. So technically we still have to give you food, even though everybody wants to fucking leave. Mm 
Yeah. So, you know, we walk in and, and like you could literally hear the staff in the back go, Ugh. Yep, yep, <laughs> pretty much. So, you know, the, the hostesses were even pissed off we walked in. Yeah. So, um, we're like, you know what? We don't need to sit at a table or anything. We'll just like go to the bar or something and or, or we'll we'll order some you know, we'll go to the bar, just try to be quick about this and everything. And like we had the feeling like it was waiting. The end of that movie, when like the people walk in and the chefs are all back there going, No God and they're like spitting on the Motherfuckers food were like peeking around looking at they us. Were pe- they, they people, were peeking That's were, a real comfortable feeling. They were peeking yeah. their heads out of the back looking at us around the corner, smiling and pulling their heads back in. And Jones and I looked at each other and said, and I quote, we are leaving. We're getting the fuck and out of here. this was the most fucked up thing about the entire experience. They were trying to tell us not to leave. Yep. They were actually pleading with us to stay so they could do fucked up things to our food for showing up at 845. There's no proof of this. <laughs> But I feel confident that's yeah. the case. I am. I feel very confident the that at the end of out. their lives, when they're standing at the pearly gates and they're being judged, that's fucking coming up. <laughs> David Donald Herb Jones, listen, listen, I listen, Saint Peter. It seems like you're kind of asking for it in well, their defense. We realized so. We, like, we left, and that ended up being a fucking journey to try to find a Sonic. Just they're like somewhere to Pittsburgh, yeah. and we got there and they were closed. But we were still kind of like focused on the Sonic. And then, like the next day or a couple days later, we actually went and found one, and we drove through the we drove through the fucking Shire oh, the, to get there. I saw that picture somewhere on Google Drive. Yeah, we ended up in fucking Hobbiton, everybody. And we almost drove off a fucking le- like a like a overpass or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Almost not saying we would have died, but your car would have been wrecked. It's something bad would have happened to the car for yeah. sure. Yeah, but yeah, that's why you don't go to Olive Garden at eight forty five. Yeah, yeah, it's a bad idea. They will. Yeah. Ho- I'm not saying they will, but they probably will. Somehow we got from Steve Harvey's stare to that. Yeah. Um, uh, that's what happens. It fucking pierced through my soul and shit came out. Um, it, talking about Nickelodeon cartoons unlock shit for Jones. Looking at the Steve Harvey stare unlocked different feelings for me. I'm sleeping with a light on. You're putting cartoon I'm going to fucking... I'm not putting, no! That's the question in Better Horizon. Yeah. Fucking, you can't yeah. sleep yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't finish that second beer or you'll be asleep. You can't... Shit. It's like Event Horizon. You can't, you can't watch Event Horizon as like a fucking fifty year old go. I'm gonna bed after this shit. No, no. Flintstones is going on the TV. <laughs> <laughs> and you're gonna turn, get the lamp I'm gonna on. Doze, I'm gonna fucking doze off and I'm gonna wake up and fucking the Game Show Network's gonna be on. I don't know how that's gonna happen. You're gonna wake up. The dog, and Steve Sharp gonna stare. Fucking Maggie's gonna be sitting in the corner staring at the wall. <laughs> And I'm going to be wearing pants, and I don't know why. (laughs) What the fuck? It's the opposite. You're putting shit on. Oh, my God. Oh, oh my God. Anyhow. Yeah, game shows. Yeah. Yeah, game shows. So I had another one. I think this will be good. Um, (coughs) Excuse me. If you need a minute, take a minute. (laughs) Gotta wipe the tears away here. Um, So I think this will be a lot of fun to discuss. And we all have talked about this separately offline. Uh, over years, this is a years, this is like probably like <laughs> at this point, like 12, 15, 13 year long conversation. Okay. How do we bring the mutants into the MCU? That is a fucking conversation <sighs> and a long one. So my idea is like, oh, we could just talk about it. Of course we can fucking talk about it. But 
we each come up with our way. Okay. And it look, it doesn't <clears throat> it doesn't have to be a I have like a seven page <laughs> explanation. <laughs> Noah will do that. There was a period where Noah and I had like a fucking like Facebook chain conversation about like how do you bring the mutants into the MCU back in like two thousand like I, I swear to god like eleven or twelve. And he had this very like long he was like writing his own how he would do it. Um, before Fox was, uh, the, 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 the franchise was bought by Disney. But I think it'll be cool to just sit down, just write like a, a few sentences, maybe a paragraph, whatever you want to write. If you want to write like yeah. seven pages, I'm down with that. But it doesn't have to be much, but just discuss how would you, if you were in charge of the MCU, if you were Kevin Feige, 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 we'll go with it. Um, <clears throat> no, I don't think anybody knows how to pronounce it technically. I don't think he does. Um... <clears throat> How would you? I already know how I would. I like how Jeff's sitting there going, no, I think people do. <laughs> Jeff just fucking... So again, you can't see this. No, you can't. If we had a camera set up, you would have laughed your asses off. But like Jones goes, faggy, faggy. Nobody knows how to... He doesn't even know how to pronounce it. Jeff just kind of like leans back a little like bit. Like a little shrug. Goes, like, like, everybody knows it's faggy. Yeah, I don't really sure know if that's know how exactly how you pronounce it. That's how he says it. doesn't mean it's fucking true. I don't know. Mike Bay calls himself Michael Bay. Yeah, and he's also Mike Bay. What the fuck? You know, I always find it amusing. Faggy, faggy, tomato, tomato. I listen. It could be fagagi for all I know. I don't know. <laughs> fugazi, fugazi. <laughs> I don't fucking know. And again, I don't think anybody knows. Duchakovni. Just gonna just go. Duchakovni, as she yeah, puts just it. Just gonna go off and no, never mind. <laughs> okay then. I was gonna go on a Wolf of Wall Street like tangent there. Fugazi. Forgot like my uh, Matt McConaughey, Mike McConaughey. See now I got a fucking Mike McConaughey. <laughs> It's the fucking, yeah, welcome. It's uh, the Steve Harvey stare. My show is broken. It's, it's, it's in there. Folks, it's, it's, it's unplugging and rewiring shit. Do yourself a favor. Watch <laughs> the video and you will forever be changed like I was. Do yourself a favor, ladies and gentlemen. Do it in the middle of the afternoon, outside with the lights. Make sure that like lights are on. You're in a well-ventilated area. <laughs> Send it to your grandma. <laughs> no, you want to fucking... <laughs> Probably shouldn't do that. Probably shouldn't do that. What do you have against their grandma? I'm sure they're nice, lovely ladies, but send it to them anyhow. It'll it'll wake them up. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, meetings in the MCU. I think that'd be fun. Um, I think because you could do it so many different ways. I mean, there's not a you could ton. Go pretty deep. But yeah. there's a bunch of different ways. I think we'd all have fun with that. I think they just, what you do is you go back and you retcon Iron Man 1 and change the end credit scene and just have Nick Fury say, you know, in a world with mutants and radioactive you, you, spider bite kids and you, everything. You, and you mean you mean the, the one of the many ending credit scenes? Yeah. Yeah. For, I, for I, would, I, would, I would say yeah. that's a good idea. It's unfortunate they didn't fucking use it because it was perfect. It's there. It's fucking it's perfect. filmed. They got it ready. Um, and my last one. Uh, since it's, we already talked about this during the Mama's Family uh, debacle, just <laughs> Mario Kart slash Mama's Family. Yeah, uh, yes. uh, favorite eighties, nineties sitcoms. I think just think will be a lot of fun. Just digging in all of that. Yeah. Uh, but uh, that's where I'm at on my list. Kept it pretty short. You know, four four items that I thought you know get the 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 creative juices flowing with you gentlemen. So you guys got, have anything else? I got one. Um. So we're living in, in a different world now than we were living in even a month ago. We're living in a world where pink is the shade on everybody's mind. Because we're living in a world now of Barbie. 
It's Barbie's world, and we're just all fucking living in it. Now, um, I do not know. Jones, have you seen the Barbie movie? Not yet, but my wife really wants to, so I probably okay. will soon. Jeff, have you seen the Barbie movie? I know the family nope. went. I know the my girls family went. did. I did not. Okay. So, uh, Steph and I did Barbenheimer. Um, now, early on in this Barbie phase that we're in, it is Barbie. It's it's Barbie summer. We're just all fucking living in it. Let's just admit it. Um, I I was really early on this project in terms of just the the, the quality of actors they got for this. The people making it. And I'm like, you know what? This movie's not going to be a fucking joke. Like, it's not going to be a throwaway. And I will tell you from seeing it firsthand, it is not a fucking throwaway. This movie is probably going to get nominated for Best Picture. I do think it's that good. Um, it's made a billion dollars. In two and a half weeks. Yeah. Which is insane in in today. I mean, that's, that's Spider-Man No Way Home. That's like the last type of, of fucking huge movie like this that we had. Um, and it's exceptional. I think it's, it's a great movie. It's very well written. You guys are going to really enjoy it. I I look forward to you guys seeing it. We might even need to just put Barbie on the list because, again, it's a cultural phenomenon that we might need to talk about. The movie is way better than it needs to be. Okay? Which brings me to my topic. Okay. Barbie's happened. And it has made a billion dollars in two and a half weeks. So, in a world that we live in with Hollywood and franchises and certain intellectual properties being what they are, what is the next movie adaptation from a toy that we had growing up? What was one that you would like to see? And if you had the reins on one of these particular properties, what would be the story you'd want to tell? So, I think you can have a little bit of fun with that. Because, to be honest with you too, everybody, this is going to fucking happen whether we want it to or not. I hear Polly Pocket's on the docket. Polly Pocket is on the docket. Which is fascinating. <laughs> I didn't know... I mean, I, I, I don't know much outside of that it existed. Uh, my sister was too old to be into it, so mm-hmm. I was not subjected to much of yeah. it. But... I didn't realize it was a big enough deal to do it, but apparently it is. You know, it, it, it started with Transformers. We got Transformers. Whatever you want to say about those movies. Dude, it started with He-Man, motherfucker. Well, I mean, well, yeah. But I'm, I'm saying in, in like the last 20 years. Whether you like those movies or not, and most people have very valid critiques of those movies, um, they've made a shit ton of money. Those Transformers movies. There's a Transformers G.I. Joe crossover. That's what I'm, that's where I'm getting at, right? So we had G.I. Joe and Jeff, you and I went and saw G.I. Joe, the original one. We did. Yeah. We walked out of the theater being like, that didn't suck. It was all right. It was, it was just an enjoyable, okay movie, right? Wasn't amazing. Wasn't Mm -hmm. terrible. Better than we thought it was going to be. Okay. Then you tried to talk to Snake Eyes at, or uh, at the, uh, Toy show and he gave you a cold shoulder. He did. Yeah. Ray Park wanted wanted none of Dave's attention. No, that's why I stick to hobbits and and everything now. You know, um, so you know if you saw the the Transformers Rise of the Beasts, they are hinting at a GI Joe Transformers crossover. They're 
And and Hasbro's been kind of talking about this for a while because they have six or seven properties that they would like to, yeah. you know, Silverhawks, Mask, uh, some other things that I don't know too, too much about. But the wave of movies being made from action figures and toys growing up, it's going to fucking, it's happening now. It's coming. This movie just kicked that door open. Yeah, it's the, it's the catalyst now because they saw how much yeah. money they made. Uh, I, I caution anybody that wants to make a movie out of a toy property. Uh, I'm I feel very confident in saying that Barbie is the exception because they they really decided to tell a an important story with this property that nobody was fucking ready for. There's no reason for it. It just happened and it's really good. The rest of these are not going to be that way. Nobody's going to go ahead and get Polly Pocket and walk it out of the theater, you know being moved necessarily could be i could be wrong and having not seen the film but obviously being familiar with the brand yeah yeah uh i think as a vehicle to tell a story fucking i mean barbie is evergreen you know barbie is barbie yeah uh even i mean you know as a kid i didn't play with barbie dolls but i was around them a lot and a little sister I had friends with little sisters. I had friends who just fucking stole the Barbie dolls and used them as, you know, characters in their action figure, little things that they did. Yeah, my you know? dinosaurs <laughs> ate the Barbies all the time. So, like, Barbie is such an icon. It's beyond iconic. I mean, that's even... that's Calling it iconic is actually kind of a disservice to it. Yeah. To the brand itself, how long it's been around and how important it's been True. to kids yeah. for a very long time, since mm-hmm. before we were born. Uh, so, I... It's the same thing with Lego. Yeah, I mean, Lego's been around, I'm not sure when it came Again, around. another but... movie that was made by two very talented <clears throat> filmmakers that was just way better than it needed to be. Yeah. You know, but uh, but I, I, again, I'm cautioning, you know, you're, you know, Greta Gerwig is a, she's been nominated for at least two Oscars, whether writing or directing. Um, Lord and Miller have won a fucking Oscar for Into the Spider-Verse. Um, and they were also ceremoniously kicked off of Han Solo movie. Uh, maybe they should have let them just make their fucking movie. Maybe that wouldn't have sucked. Um, but you know, you're not going to get Scorsese to walk in the door and make a fucking Dino Riders movie. You know, Spiel, <laughs> Spiel, if Spiel, maybe. Spielberg already made his G.I. Joe movie. It was called Saving Private Ryan. We're not going to get a second one with Duke. Right. Right. So, you know, you're going to run into a situation where there'll be an oversaturation, an oversaturation of the market. Um, and not the quality of filmmakers to do it, but it's gonna be fucking. It's gonna be a ride, man. We're gonna see some good shit and a lot of bad. And a lot of bad shit. Yeah, oh, that's movies there. You know, for every that's, that's, Dark Knight we get, that's the biz. We get, they say, you know, House of the Dead. Hmm. I'll never forget that. I, everybody Hill. who knows me knows I don't heckle movies, but I heckled that one. Granted, I was drunk. I still don't know what I saw with Silent Hill. Razorblade Vaginas. I know. You know I, what you saw. I, <laughs> I think, did I see that when I looked in Steve Harvey's eyes? Did that come you out saw of his mustache? Some, you know, razors out of eyes. You saw some shit. Literally, you never if you ever saw the ending of Stephen King's The Mist, <laughs> where fucking Thomas, where fucking two-thirds of the original cast of The Walking Dead get mm. into a car and they drive away and they run out of gas and just monsters and shit have gone through the dimension, I saw that in Steve Harvey's mustache just now. I, um... <clears throat> I don't know. And I've seen some weird shit in my day. I've seen some shit that will turn you white. Yeah. I understood that reference. You're goddamn right you did. But 
watching that video, watching watching that Steve Harvey stare video, I keep saying it. It kind of fucked me up when I watched it. Two weeks. Well, from the now, weird, the weirdest thing was. I mean, the video is super fucked up. Obviously, the weirdest thing. The weirdest you thing can is pick like just one. No, someone's like, watch this with no context. <laughs> <laughs> they just put it there, and then we fucking watched it. Like it was like. Oh, what's this? Maybe I what's did. What's this? Let me click on this. Oh, what the fuck? Maybe is this? I did watch it, but I fucking blocked it from my conscious memory. I hope you did, and I'm glad you went back to it. You're gonna come back from vacation in a couple weeks, and Jeff's gonna like we gotta have a talk about Dave. He's had a complete psychological breakdown, <laughs> and a... he just keeps saying survey says <laughs> over and over and over again. My wife, Steve. That was so fucking strange. <laughs> Uh, that's the whole show, though. That was very, yeah. you know, it yeah. was very liquid TV of it. Yeah, yes, like Aeon Flux. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. The stuff like my brother be like, watch this at a, like twelve o'clock and then TV, and I'm like, why is Ren and Stimpy on at the same time? Good question. Yeah, Jeff, you got anything left on the list? No, I think I'm solid. Okay, I got one more. Okay, I'm, I'm all ears. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so you know, a, a big part of what we do in the podcast is nostalgia, right? Um, your favorite 80s cartoon villain. I had to think about what you meant by that for a second. Uh, Negaduck. Well, he's not 80s, mm. though. He's 90s. Okay. Uh, is it 80s? Well, we could do, I mean, we could do 80s, 90s. Fuck. Like, there's a part of me that even, because, you know, I've, I've, I've been tossing the idea around a little bit with different concepts about doing a, like, March Madness style bracket of, okay. you know, elements of 80s and 90s pop culture. You know, whether it's, you know, ranking songs and trying to do a bracket where we debate who would advance, what's the best song, who's the best villain, you know, things things along those lines. But, you know, going into those 80s, 90s cartoons, it's not, like, this some fucking love to the bad guys. We're always the coolest. You know, which, what did we like? <clears throat> who's most underrated, perhaps? Um, who, oh, which, underrated which was, is a list which of Which one was overrated? You know, um... Negaduck, Shere Khan, my top two. Okay. I feel like Shere Khan was a boss. All right. Dr. Um, Claw from Inspector Gadget. Well, fuck. That fucking hand. Yeah, Dr. Claw. For sure. What if if Dr. Claw and the nanny from the Muppet Babies were the same fucking person? I would not be surprised. You'd never know. You wouldn't know. That's a really interesting observation. Isn't it? I don't even know what to say to that. Steve Harvey knows. Goddamn. Yeah, he does. Inspector Gadget, baby. Right now. Would you fucking like? What if he was at the window That's behind you right say. now? Oh my god, I would fucking piss and shit all over the place. Jeff. We're fifteen <laughs> feet above the ground. Exactly. Which would make it worse. Just cover it out. Oh my god, I just got really fucking creeped out right now. Just he thinking just... about that. Just, just because, like, here's the thing, too, everybody. You have to watch this to see. <laughs> this video is going to get a forty-person spike. <laughs> on <my> yes, podcast. <laughs> You'd be like, why are the numbers going up? Um, oh, it is the worst, it is the creepiest fucking drawing of Steve Harvey. Yes. It's it, really unsettling. Yeah. And to picture that behind me. Yeah, right now. Right now. He's no. looking at you right now. Nope. He's right there. He's, not, he, he's turning no, his, yeah. not acknowledging. His, his beard is, is, the whiskers are bristling. If I just hear in the distance, ding. <laughs> fucking gone, done. dude. He's oh, done. Like, if I open God. up the window to go to my car and Steve Harvey's standing in the middle of the street, Jeff, I'm sleeping over. I might never leave. 
You should probably leave. No, not if he's, out, not if he's outside. Listen, Steve's out there. You should Steve probably Harvey leave. can only take one of us, and God damn it, it's not going to be me. No, he's here for you, not for me. <laughs> no. You just watch the... It's like that movie, uh, uh, It Follows. Yeah. You just watched the video last. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sharing that with fucking everybody. Immediately. I, see, I was the last person to watch that. I had to make sure you saw it. Jones, so now I've it's never, gonna follow you. I've never said this to you in my entire life, but you cunt. <laughs> I deserve that. Oh shit! It's good. Oh, it's good. You know, hey, you ever see it? Follows. You guys see that? Mm-hmm. It's a good fucking film for what it was. It's interesting. I, I haven't. I haven't seen it. Oh, you showed it's good. It's yeah. creepy as fuck. Yeah, it's weird. It's not like it's not like Event Horizon. You know, Cartoon Network creepy, but it's creepy. That is Event Horizon to me. Outside of The Exorcist, because The Exorcist should be number one on everybody's list, but. That is the absolute number one most fucked up movie that I've ever seen. You know, you know what we're not going to cover on the show? That Event fucking Horizon. movie. <laughs> I'm not covering that. We could talk about fucked up horror movies. I mean, Halloween's around the corner. It's true. It is coming. We could try to cover Monster Squad again. Yes! <laughs> don't fucking tease. I have notes for that don't from last me. year. <laughs> don't, that we never yeah, actually, we never actually need, talked about it. I don't even need notes for Monster Squad. Oh my the fucking God. movie is just. I, I remember just watching, going, I don't, I don't remember this being not as as good. If fucking Steve Harvey's behind me, I got to get the little girl from Monster Squad to do the fucking amulet chant to make sure he goes away. <laughs> so it opens up the portal. It opens up the portal, and all those fucking hands come through his mustache and pull him back. Oh my God! You're gonna close your eyes tonight in bed, and you're just gonna see it. I don't want to. He's not going to close his eyes. He's not going to close I didn't get a lot of sleep last night, and if you guys fucking cost me sleep again tonight, I swear to God. Oh, my God. I'll wait till you're about to fall asleep, and then I'm going to text it to you again. I am not going to. Re- I, I will see who it's from, and I'm like, I'm nope. going to start, like, fuck, I'll just screenshot nope. it, and then just start sending it to you. It's the fucking, like, it's the fucking video for, like, the like the ring, you know? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. no. Yeah. No. No? No. Okay. Um, But I'll tell you what. That was a good time. Yeah. I really enjoyed this, and I hope that you guys did too. Yeah, I think, I think it'll be fun to explore these topics in more detail and long form as their own episodes. A lot of great ideas. A lot of stuff to get us thinking and mm-hmm. to create some entertaining shit yeah, We have a, a Google Doc that is, I'm not sure how many topics are on it, but there's several dozen topics, I'd say. You know, it's kind of funny about the Google Doc because we've covered, let's say just movies, for example... We've covered a lot of the really bad movies, yeah. and we, for some reason, have completely avoided the good ones. Well, like, we have yet to talk about a Star Wars movie. And if we do, listen, if we do one Star Wars movie a year that we do this podcast, it's still going to take us, like, 12 years to fucking yeah. cover all of them. I have a, you know, it's weird, I, it's not that I've been avoiding Star Wars, but it's an undertaking. Uh, I, I don't know how to approach it, right? Because... There's the part of me that wants to approach a Star Wars film like very critically because my thoughts and feelings on the Star Wars movies, the original three, have changed over the years and not for the better. My emotional attachment's still there, but they're not they're not great movies. They're okay. They are good for what they are, but I don't think they're amazing films, which is why I think it's interesting when people shit talk the prequels and the the, the new sequels. I go, these are. These are all fucking the same to me at this point. They're all very poorly written movies. Yeah, there's movies. a lot of parallels. <laughs> they're just poorly written movies with the fun sci-fi films. That's what they are. 
That's literally what they are, and I think we've reached a point in society where we put our fandom on a level that it's unhealthy and it shouldn't be, and we make these movies into something that's supposed to cure cancer, and they're not supposed to. I think that I do the same thing, to be fair. I'm not saying this is a thing that's not exclusive to me, but every I think we all do it. Fandom is dangerous. Well, you know, as you say that, too, because another thing we want to talk about was Marvel. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. and, and doing, like, an MCU, yeah. you know, film-by-film Chron- film deep dive, right? And... Um, you know, I think you're seeing that with Marvel right now. I think the expectations were set so high over the original, like, you know, story that they wanted to tell with the Infinity Saga that it's almost impossible to try to follow that yeah. with something else. And yeah. people, build nothing's ever going to be as good as the first time. Not anytime soon. No. Yeah. Which and, is... and what's crazy about it is that that whole saga we got was with their B team. Mostly. We didn't even yeah. get the fucking A team yet. Yeah. Like when like it doesn't whoever gets cast in the Fantastic Four, they're already going to lose because it's almost you've had those movies already, and the best Fantastic Four movie is not very good. Exactly. The best Fantastic Four movie, as I've said before on the show, and Jeff, I know you've said it too, is actually the Incredibles. Incredibles yeah. yeah. But, um, the expectations. Well, Marvel has it now. Marvel's gonna do it right. What if they don't? Yeah, look at what they've done with all of their TV shows of late. It's just like they don't have. I don't think they have necessarily the creative talent to pump out the kind of material. I don't think you're capable. I don't think anybody's capable no. of really doing that. You know, so you know the idea of them scaling back and less is less is more. Less, I think, will important. absolutely yeah. be more for sure. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm gonna stand on the other side of this because uh, I I kind of disagree. I think that the barring one or two shows, I think the shows have been fantastic. Uh, here's the thing, I don't appro- I and it's all expectations. It's expectations, like you said. The bottom line is it's expectations. <laughs> I never approach this shit. Look, the best MCU movies were decent. They're good. They were good. They weren't great. There were very few that were great. People like to say, well, well, Civil War. Civil War was okay. Winter Soldier. It was pretty good. But listen, this shit wasn't Schindler's List here. Not supposed to be. But people act like they are. Like, these movies are somehow fucking changing cinema. They're not. They're comic book films. They're literally comic book films. They're, they're... I approach all the MC, MCU TV shows as if they're comic books. I'm the same way. I approach them. Like, people like to shit on... Uh, Miss Marvel, for example. Ah, fuck. I think that show was fucking fantastic. I loved it, good. too. Yeah. I, and, and because comic books aren't just for one group of people. They're no. not just for one age group. They're not just for one demographic. They're for every... Comics are for everybody. Yep. And I know that the first chunk of the MCU was for a very specific group of people, and these group of people feel like they're not being represented anymore. Well, move the fuck over a little bit, because comics are for kids, Comics are for teenagers. Comics are also for adults and for the elderly. It's for all people. And I like the idea that these shows lately have been so generous More broad, with yeah. appealing. Like the Devil Dinosaur, the cartoon. People shitting on that. It's a fucking cartoon it's for kids. It's actually really good. I, actually, it's, it's really That's good. That's what I mean. I watched it's it with my bad. kids. It's, it's a good. kid show. Yes. They're like, oh, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to watch it. Don't fucking watch it then. It's okay. It's actually really I, good. I found, I found it and Steph's like, what is this? And I said, uh, Devil Dinosaur. Yeah. Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. Moon Girl yeah. and Devil Dinosaur. She goes, it's a cartoon. Yeah. And I said, yeah. And it's like for like towards kids. I said, 
Yeah. Yes, and it's okay and, that it is. And and she's like, "Is this this is a Marvel thing?" And I said, "Yeah." I said, "She goes, and you know about it?" It's like, "Yeah." Like, first off, it's a dinosaur. If I can, if it's a dinosaur, I know it. Right, it's a devil dinosaur. I know. But that's my point. Like, like I, I, I people are like, oh, you know, Marvel fell off in the last few uh, phases. I feel like not everything can be Endgame. Not everything can be as serious and fucking like end of the fucking world level of seriousness as Falcon and Winter Soldier. Well, see, and I think that that's been part of the issue that you know I think they've been facing with at least these new slew of movies. I think what would have been really smart for them is to really pack everything in and make the movies much smaller after Infinity War and Endgame. You know, Black Widow never should have had a big third act where the floating city fell from the sky, right? Um, you know, Thor, uh, Love and Thunder never should have had a finale where all the kids had to, like, join together and fight all the, you know, fucking demons that came in that movie. And Why not? Because I think when you have something where you literally on screen had every single character you could fit on screen, they even put Howard the Duck in there. Most people don't even know Howard the Duck showed up. That's unfortunate for them. Right. But when you have that, <clears throat> that, that build is so large, anything that you try to do after that, people will automatically be comparing back to what they saw in Infinity War and Endgame. And, and I think you, you automatically lose when you do that. So I think you need to, you know, you can have certain things where characters overlap and you can have some team-ups and stuff like that. But I think you need to make the stories more um, personal with those characters and, and keep the movie smaller and compact. You know, you, for Black Widow, you could have just had her fucking fight Taskmaster at the end of the movie and that would have been fine. Would have been. You didn't need anything else. She didn't have to go rescue the Red Room and do all this other shit. It could have just been a small, like, fucking room in the middle of, like, some town that nobody realized what it was. Maybe they just thought it was, like, a fucking ice cream parlor and behind, you know, widows are being trained, you know? You could have done that. And I think it would have worked better. But that's an Avenger. I know. But I'm saying that's the whole point. But, you know, when the... She is an Avenger, but she's not... The powerful Avenger. Doesn't matter. She's an no. Avenger. I understand. Like, what's, what's that even fucking mean? <laughs> no, I'm saying she's better that, than the Archer. But I'm saying, but like the Archer didn't have to fucking battle an entire squadron of archers. Like he just fought like part of the Kingpin's gang. I mean, he did fight. He did fight Kingpin. Right? Yeah. yeah. Um, but like, in in those like Ant Man didn't have to have a gigantic fucking battle. Like him just fighting off against Kang in that one thing was 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 good enough for me. Um, Eternals. Again, the stakes were so fucking big. Earth is going to be destroyed because the Celestial is coming out of it. Like, at some point when you just keep hitting your head against the ceiling, the fandom's going to be like, I, I don't want any more of that. I need a different type of story. It's part of the reason why I think No Way Home worked so well is this. It was just six, seven characters. Yeah, but it was the end of the world. Well, kind of. Kind of. But they, but, you know, it, it, but it's Spider-Man. It's different when it's Spider-Man. He can do whatever he wants. I just think that they needed to keep the stakes. Smart. I think I think Guardians Three did a good job of yeah. sort of sort of regrounding it. It wasn't so over the top grandiose scale. Yeah, uh, and Black just Panther, the heart of that story was fucking. Black phenomenal. Panther ended up being grandiose too because you had the Wakandans fighting against <laughs> the the against Namor and, and the Atlanteans, right? 
Um, and again, when everything ends up being a giant battle where two armies are facing off against each other, it wears thin. And then why do you fucking do Secret Invasion as a TV show? How do you not do that as a fucking 10-year movie? So Secret Wars is going to be. Yeah, because I, I, I was going to say, they already know, have but, their plan for that. But then Secret Wars is the next 20 years. You know, you, yeah. do, you do Secret Invasion after, after Secret Wars or something. I don't know. Anyway. I think I think it's a lot of it's a it's a it's not one thing. Uh, I think I think we can agree on that. It's not one thing. It's yeah. It's I think a lot of fans refuse to acknowledge that they're burned out. Yep. I think that's it's a big, yeah. a, like a huge part. Burnout is a real thing. It's not just a thing you get in jobs. It's it's a fandom thing. And people, when you start, familiarity breeds contempt. And when you become so familiar with something long enough, and we've been on this ride for a long time. You can potentially start to resent the thing that you loved. Uh, the the I was I had this conversation fairly recently, and this is where I'm at on this. And this is my 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 last opinion on the the subject, at least. This is a whole episode. Yeah. So, <clears throat> and I I kind of put this in the same pocket as Star Wars, right? Uh, Star Wars fandom can be pretty goddamn toxic for whatever fucking reason, because apparently Star Wars has cured all diseases for these people. It's actually really toxic if you kind of look into some of the shit that's gone on recently that's what i mean so yeah uh i err on the side of it's beautiful in a way right we live in a time as adults not like little kids but we we can appreciate this because we know what it was like we live in a time where there's fucking actually comic book tv shows that don't suck and you can people can sit around and go well to your point mac it was a little too grandiose for me and that's cool we have them, and yeah. they're not awful. Yeah, they may not be perfect. They're not fucking awful. Right. The fact that I can say with dead serious, there was a Black Widow, an actual Black Widow movie, and it wasn't horrible, says a lot. Yeah, and people want to compare everything to Endgame, and we will always do that. Unfortunately, this is what we're gonna do. Yeah, nothing, nothing will ever be that. Yeah. I maintain we live in a time where we have so many options. I could just choose not to watch some of this stuff. And it's cool because there's Mm -hmm. so much of it. Mm -hmm. Because now I think, and maybe it's going to backfire on them. It's unfortunate because people are going to people. But I think it's awesome for me as a fan that there is Boom Girl and Devil Dinosaur, that there's Miss Marvel, that there's the Loki series, that there's the the WandaVision series, that there's... Uh, Moon, Moon Knight. Knight. There's all, and there's more to come. There's so much that I can go. Well, none of this is really super connected to the MCU, like the greater MCU. So I can just pick what appeals to me, right? Why didn't she say? Why didn't she say She Hulk? Oh, I love that fucking show. Yeah. Yes. Good. Because I like She Hulk. All right. By point exactly, there's so much to choose from that you can just pick. You can choose and go. Well, there's this and there's this. I don't like that one. I don't have to watch that one. But this one looks good, right? That's a beautiful thing. We didn't have that before. We've never had this before. Mm-mm. And I think people want it so badly to be the Winter Soldier. Because uh, for some reason they think that's like the fucking pinnacle of cinema. But not everything's going to be that. People need to get comfortable with that idea. That movie has extremely good pacing. That's a fine movie. It's not bad. It's one of the better MCU yeah. movies. But that's not saying a lot. It also has... You know, Captain America's ass. It's America's look, ass. If we look at, like, the all of the MCU movies leading up to Endgame, there's, like, three that are excellent relative to the other ones. That's... Iron Man 1 is okay. It's not bad, but it's not great. Thor 1, 2, 
not great movies. Nope. No. Captain America, First Avenger, it's all right. It's not great. It's 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 weird, but it's good. It's okay. Winter Soldier, I'm in. It's a good movie. Civil War, not bad. It's fun, right? Black Panther, pretty damn good movie. It told a story, had a message. It was fine, right? Guardians 1, pretty good. Guardians 2, I could have done without that. Actually, the, the one that really has grown on me even more has been Guardians 1. I don't. A lot of people really praise Guardians two. I don't. I don't, I don't think really it's that feel good that compared to the first one. No, the first one's but, way better. But yeah, I think Guardians one. The more and more I see it, the more and more that one I think really holds up. But that's my point, kind yeah. of right. Like MCU movies as a whole, they're all fine. None of them are fucking the worst thing you've Why ever seen. Why didn't you say Iron Man two? <sighs> the same reason I didn't say Iron Man three, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I, look, the Iron Man so, movies are fine. Tony, Robert Downey. He, he he made them work. Otherwise, they're not great films. Not great villains. Not great motivations. Let's be honest. We all know it's true. Uh, but, like I said, I just feel like we're in a, a place where there's a ton of Star Wars content to digest. ton of Mar- Marvel content to digest. There's a good bit of DC content you know, to digest. Somewhere in an alternate dimension, there is an Iron Man 2. That isn't bad? That deals with Tony Stark's alcoholism. Oh, Devil in a Bottle, yeah. Which is what that movie was supposed to be. And Disney and Marvel, like, we, we can't. We can't do that with our temple. You know, maybe they'd have done it now. I don't know. Uh, no, but this is definitely a conversation to have a different time. Yes, it is. We uh, should add to the list. MCU. <laughs> <laughs> yes. In parentheses. Just in general. Just in general. Yeah. 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 Uh, but thank you guys for for joining us on this this very interesting low effort nothing good yeah. volume one. There will be a volume two. I can almost guarantee yeah. you. Yeah, that. there's going to be some more times we just need low effort. Yeah, and that's nothing yeah. against you, everybody. We're just we're just old and tired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit, yeah. shit aches <laughs> randomly. Yeah, it's life. Yeah. My back has been killing me the last few days. And I don't know why. I'm sorry, man. Yeah, me too. It's just it's just forty. <laughs> yes, it's a hell of yeah. a thing. Um, but listen, dear sweet, sweet listeners, why don't you, uh, get onto the socials and, uh, maybe let us know some of your thoughts. What are some topics that maybe you'd like to hear the, uh, the crew talk about, bring up, and, uh, who knows, maybe we can even feature your idea on a future episode of Nothing Good. It's a great idea. Thanks everybody for tuning in and we will see you all next week. Steve Harvey's mustache.